Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Reverse Selling Podcast. Today, we've got another uh, great, great agent with a great story in our coaching program with us today from Georgia. Nina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for popping on and pouring back into the industry that I think you and I would agree that has uh, done so much for us. And so I'm excited to unpack your story for the audience, share people where you got started, the work that we've done together and what your business looks like today. So you are in Georgia. Uh, mm -hmm. wh where at in Georgia? Where do you sell real estate? I am in Athens, Georgia. So in the greater Athens area, um, UGA is a university here in town. So big football town, a lot of students, international students, very busy. It's like a melting pot. Yeah, that's awesome. And tell us how long have you been selling real estate now? Well, long story short, I've been licensed for over five years, okay. but I was in California licensed, but I had another full-time job. So I was working um, and I really only did a couple of deals. And so I don't, you know, I was licensed, but I don't really count it as a full time. Then I moved here to Georgia, brought my license over here. And I started in March of 2021. Wow. All right. So, so really, I mean, yeah, March, 2021, you would consider like your, your restarting date. Is that right? Reboot. Yeah. Your reboot. There you go. There you go. All right. So you were just tell the audience, cause this will get them excited and have them watch this entire interview. Cause I think you have so much to share. How many deals have you done since March, 2021? And we're making this just for the audience that are listening. We are, what is today? Today is September 21st. So you got March, April, May, June, July, August, and September. So just over six months in the, in really since your reboot, how many deals so far? 27. It's 27 so deals. Huge round of applause for you. Now, the audience, Nina, wants to know how, because they're watching this. And like you probably know, so many new agents struggle so bad, uh, especially in their first year. Let's unpack how you've been able to do that. So number one, what lead sources are you working right now? Well, really, my inspiration for lead generation was through you. Uh, number one, before I was licensed here in Georgia, I started to watch a YouTube channel. So probably about eight months to a year of watching a YouTube channel, realizing that, hey, I'm moving to a town where I have no sphere. I know nobody. You know, I wasn't born and raised. I didn't go to the university. I had no connection. So I thought, well, I'm going to have to really call. And so I saw a need where there's a lot of People looking to purchase, people looking to sell. And I thought, well, let's try to fill that need as I go. So really every day I just wake up and I call. Um, but now it's been, I get referrals. So it started out just every day waking up, calling, calling, calling. And then you serve them. They're happy. They refer you. So I would say FISBOs, absentee would be my top two. And then now referrals. I love it. So hold on. Let's. I just want to go slow here. Hopefully you got some time to spend with us today because... This is an amazing uh, opportunity for people to learn. So I want to make sure we unpack every detail. So the key thing there that you just said was you are selling real estate in a market where you know no one. Because one of the excuses, Nina, that new realtors have is, dude, I don't have a sphere of influence, right? I don't know anybody. 
when you follow this method that you've learned through our work together, it doesn't matter where you live, you can pick up and move anywhere and duplicate these results. Would you agree with that? Correct. Yeah. yeah. If you have a habit, it's all about habits, in my opinion. If yeah. you set yourself up for success at the beginning of your day and you just have a pattern that you follow, it's almost like a formula, you know, yeah. and then, you know, um, I could go on. <laughs> we'll get, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. I promise. So, um, the second thing you said was you looked at lead generation as your highest priority. And you said to yourself, I'm not going to sit around and wait for things to happen. I'm going to go make it happen. So let me ask you this. Do you think there is any truth to people telling realtors that you don't have to prospect? You don't have to spend time talking to people. You could just post once in a while on social media and build a massively successful business. Do you think there's any truth to that whatsoever? I think it's the furthest from the truth, to be honest, to be honest with you. I think there are a few people who are blessed with connections or, um, you know, but the majority are not. The majority, yeah. we just have to get into the trenches and call because social media is an asset and can be used. Um, referrals is an asset, people who you know, you know, just sitting around waiting for the phone to ring, you're not going to get any business unless you have these connections. The majority of us don't. Yeah. And so I think it's the furthest from the truth. Yeah. Why do you think, um, where, where are, I should, here's a better question. Where is Nina, the disconnect from a, a person like you and I saying, I want to become a real estate agent and then getting into the business, where's the disconnect from like where they just don't think about how they're going to generate business? You know, like they think magically business is going to come to them. This is why almost 90% fail out within their first year. Why do you think people just don't understand this? Um, I think a lot of people assume that it's going to be easy. I think a lot of people assume oh, it's a quick paycheck. You know, we don't have to do anything. You know, you can go to a brokerage and they will feed you leads and it's going to be, but actually it's, you're building your own business. So you have to drive your own train. You know, you have to get up, you have to make the calls. And so I think if people go in thinking it's easy, that's why they fail because it's not easy. It takes work ethic and it takes habits. And so, you know, that's where I think the disconnect comes in. You know, I think anybody can do this business if they put the work in. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And I think, you know, I, I think you're right. I think that people get in this business not making lead generation a priority and they think that it's like this sexy, easy business where, you know, we make a whole bunch of money and we don't do a whole lot. It's quite the opposite, you know. Most of us work a whole bunch of hours, you know, 7 days a week and for most agents they don't make very much money. So it's the exact opposite of what the general population thinks that this business is. Okay, so so you're calling so you start selling real estate and the other thing that you just said which is something that, that I don't talk enough about which is your best source of new business is your existing client. And here's what I always tell everybody Nina and I want to get your thoughts on it. I believe that if a real estate agent gives a world-class client experience to one person, they will never have to worry about leads again because that person will tell somebody and that person will tell somebody and it will just continue to compound effect. So the fact that real estate agents are so obsessed with like leads, 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 they should be obsessing with giving their, their clients great service because if they do that, 
they will get referrals just like you have. Talk to us about that and how important client service is. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, a lot in what you talk about um, in coaching is the lead generation. And that is the first step. But then lead generation will lead you nowhere if when it comes to the customer service, you drop the ball. Yep. It's hugely important, I think, to provide a luxurious experience, whether it's a $50,000 property or a $5 million property. And that's my mindset. And so for me, I've had many referrals now just by people that were so excited and happy and just satisfied with their experience. And, you know, I think you need to put the two together. You can't have one without the other. I love it. And the question that I ask Nina to agents that, that I coach all the time, and you've probably heard me say this is if you only had one client and that's all you could get, like you couldn't go out there and call another for sale by owner or an absentee owner. You couldn't buy a Zillow lead. You can never go out there and generate a new lead. If you only had one client, would your business continue to grow or would you be out of business? And for most real estate agents, when I pose that question, they sit back and say, wow, what he's asking me is how good is my client service? Can I turn one client into a long-term successful career through my product? And my product is the service in which I sell. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the number one thing because really, I mean, in my state alone, in my city, we have thousands and thousands of realtors that come into the market every day. We really only have a couple hundred listings. So that what that tells me is that there's this huge pool of people that aren't doing anything or maybe one or two, but then that is not something, I mean, that's not a career. And so it's just a different mindset, I think, you know, yep. and even the way I go about it is that I am willing to provide more value upfront. Yeah. In the long run, it's going to lead me to more leads. So it takes more time. It takes more effort, but the results you know, they take care of themselves. Yeah. I right. love it. Yeah. Money and numbers follow. They don't lead. So you put the work in up front, and then you get paid for it long-term. So mm-hmm. tell, tell me really quick. I'm always curious. How, how did you, uh, come across the work that I do? And then how did we end up working together? Well, do you want the short version or the long version? I want, I want, I want you to give me the version where you don't, yeah, don't leave anything else. Okay. Uh, don't leave anything out. I want, I'm, I'm really curious about this. Okay. So I was in California working for family. So I was in a family business and it's a great business, but personalities didn't fit. And so at that time I was also licensed in California, but I'd only had time to do a couple deals because I was heavily involved with another job. Um, It was a very frustrating time. Basically it was a time in my life where everything went downhill and I kind of got to this point of, well, this, I got to change something. So in the process of moving from California to Georgia, I had a lot of time where, you know, traveling, planning, just time that I had to, you know, so I went to YouTube and I figured out I need it. I searched honestly on YouTube and then I saw one video. I thought, who the heck is this guy? You know, the way he spoke, it just captured my attention. And I mean, it's not a magic story, but I just started to watch all of your videos on YouTube, all your interviews, interviews other people have done with you. And I mean, just just clicked the way you spoke about selling customer service. Um, it was just a different approach because before I was licensed, I had purchased property. Yeah. And I had a realtor experience, which left some things to be desired. So I thought, well, you know, this level of excellence, this is a different mindset when it comes to working as a realtor. And so I think I watched so much of your YouTube. I actually had closed three deals and I thought, 
I've gotten value for free from this guy. I close these deals because of him. So imagine the value that I can get from coaching. That's kind of the mindset I had. That's amazing. And what, what was it about, I guess, the message that you know, uh, that you connected with that you thought, all right, I'm going to listen and I'm going to, I'm going to take the advice from this person because there are, there's, there's thousands of people giving advice out there. And, Mm -hmm. uh, what was it about the message that spoke to you? Would you say? Well, the first thing that spoke to me was how you approached your product. So a lot of people are a hard sell and for a lot of millennials and people, you know, in the next generation that does not work anymore. You were very confident and calm in the way you were advertising and offering your coaching and how you talked about it was just so much value up front. And it was so like, hey, the ball's in your court. I'm not forcing you here. I'm not trying to convince you or hard sell you. And it's the whole, it's the same concept you teach. Yeah. You know, exactly. the reverse selling. Yeah. And so yeah. that was the first thing I thought, well, I'm tired of hearing these people on YouTube trying to sell me something. Yeah. Really. And then who is this guy who's not trying to sell me something? It seems like he doesn't care if I purchase or not. And the funny thing is that makes me intrigued. He doesn't want me to buy. Why? So it's kind of a reverse selling is what it is. Yeah, that's so funny. That's uh, I'm going to show you something that I drew on my whiteboard. You're going to be the first person to see this drawing like in in the world. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Let's see how this is going to work. I'm going to take my camera. I'm going to put it. All right. Can you see my whiteboard over there? I can. All right. So let me see if I can get my, uh, uh, let's see. So you can see in the top left corner, right corner where the two little, my little drawings of the people. Mm -hmm. And it talks about uh, my reverse selling framework. And what I drew on the board, Nina, was exactly what you just outlined that like, traditional selling is trying to apply pressure to you to do something. Mm-hmm. And then reverse selling is the ex- exact opposite, which is essentially detaching from any type of outcome, just serving people instead of trying to sell them. And what happens is you actually bring them closer. They, they become more attracted to you. Yeah. And, and essentially, I think that's what you're saying. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, making it, taking what you teach us and making it your own, yes. you know, just providing value, you know, and that has consistently been a key point that I've noticed the reviews that I get or the feedback or the comments from people is the value you've given is much more than anything we've ever gotten from another realtor. Yeah. And that's a great thing. And so let's, let's, I want to kind of quantify that for the audience because I know what you're talking about. And certainly inside of our coaching group, everybody knows what you're talking about. But if people are inside of our community, they might be like, well, what does she mean value? Like, what is she talking about? I, I want to, the way I define it, Nina, and then I want to get your thoughts is I coach and train agents to serve the consumer as though they were already their real estate agent before the consumer has hired you to be their real estate agent. Mm -hmm. So when you say provide value, that means serving them, not selling them. Mm -hmm. Serving them from a standpoint of like being a resource, giving them information about the market, uh, giving them uh, a, a price analysis on their property, giving them tactics, strategies, following up with market updates, um, providing uh, resources and vendors and contracts and really serving these consumers because they're not used to that. To your point, 
Everybody is so used to being sold and it's like, oh, I don't want to be sold. They're not used to being served the way that you've <laughs> learned. And so that's the way I would define what you're saying. Do you want to add anything to that or, or do, you, yeah. do you agree? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, going into an appointment, whether it's with a buyer or with a potential seller, just with the mindset, I'm here to help. Yeah. And so if you think too much, you know, as a realtor, you think, okay, I have to generate these leads in order to make a living to pay the bills. But if you switch your mindset over, and like you teach us, disconnect from the outcome and be in that moment. What do these people need and how can I help them? So again, I provide vendors. I even bring them lunch. You know, yeah. it just depends on the situation. Just being human there with them because people, the purchase and sale of real estate is one of the biggest things the average person does. And it's yeah. stressful. And so just being human with them in that minute and saying, hey, what do you need and how can I help? You know, and just it. all those things, the resources, the contacts, the vendors, that just comes as a part of the transaction. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And you're right. I mean, I think people in the industry really discount how much like the the stress and the anxiety people are going through doing this. We do it all day. So it's like not that big of a deal for us. But for the person going through it, we have to show empathy and show people that we care. That's mm -hmm. really the secret to what I think what you're saying. If you want to go out there and build a successful real estate business, it's not about like pressuring people and trying to use all this crazy stuff to try to convince people. It's actually showing people how much you care, which is a thing that brings you closer to the consumer, which makes you more desirable to hire. So That's let's get tactical for people. So you first getting started selling real estate in Atlanta. Uh, you moved from California to Atlanta and you started selling real estate about six months ago. You started calling people that you did not know no. right at all because you, you had no. no relationships. You're calling strangers. I want to understand first the mindset that must have taken place, the shift, because you had been in the business for four and a half years before. Had you ever done any outbound telephone prospecting before? No, not at all. Okay. And so what changed? That's where I want to know. Okay. Well, it's more of a personal change that occurred sure. in myself. Uh, moving from California, it was a rough time, a rough situation. And one of the last things someone told me was, you're going to fail. Mm. Don't come crawling back when you fail. And wow. so I said that, you know, and so it was a mindset change, you know, waking up at 545 to exercise doing the things and forcing yourself to do the things that you don't want to do. And so I just thought what I'm doing right now is not working. Where do I want my life to be? What do I want it to look like? And really it was a mindset change. Confidence is what I would say. So you, and we talk about this in our training, creating your new character, Correct. right? In that training, I talk a lot about exactly what you just outlined, the, your old self, and then you created your new character. And the thing that gave you motivation to create your new version of yourself, the new Nina, the new and improved Nina came from the fuel that you got from your past and people telling you you were going to fail mm -hmm. as it was the same for me. And people doing that, they don't understand how much power and strength they're giving us. Mm -hmm. And they're doing that because they don't have the strength themselves to do what you're doing, mm -hmm. right? That's uh, a whole yeah. nother topic. But so, so you, you're in this process of creating this new character. And you said to yourself, this is the life that I want to create. What type of person must I become in order to have that life? And what I teach people is 
most people live, Nina, a have to be lifestyle. Like I have to live here in order to do this. I have to look a certain way to do this. You said, who must I become Mm -hmm. to have what I want? So you change your mindset. Now, can you walk us through like a normal schedule? Like what you do, you, you got into it a little bit, waking up, working out, walk us through a normal day of work for you. Okay. So for me, wake up early, usually wake up at five, have coffee, work out at 545 boot camp, come home, get ready for the day, start work about eight o'clock and then work all the way through. And I am accessible all day, every day. So I wake up. It depends what I have going on. If I have two closings, if I have negotiation, if, you know, I don't necessarily at this time have time to cold call every day, which is, you know, I need to squeeze it in more. Sure. But I mean, really just getting up, working out, going to work, whether it's from home or at the office, just making the calls, sending the emails, just not procrastinating, just doing it. Some days you feel awesome. Some days you feel like staying in bed, Yeah. but then just doing the same thing, whether you feel like it or not. I love it. And that's the difference between top producers and low producers is, is we do it anyways, even on the days we don't feel like it. So how much prospecting you typically do in an average week? Like when you talk about making calls, like how much prospecting have you done? Give people perspective, like maybe on some of the numbers, Nina, okay. for the analyticals out there, like, all right, she's done 27 deals. How much income is that? Does that represent for you, by the way, roughly? Um, currently with the 27, probably about close to 150. 150,000 in six months in a new market where you knew nobody. I mean, that I, I cannot be more happy for you. But and I will if, say, yes, let me please. say something too. For people who live in different parts of the country, your your dollar volume is going to be different because the average home price here in Georgia is really kind of on the lower end compared right. to Chicago, LA, New York. So for people who are over there, consider that too. If you're doing 27 deals in New York, your money's going to look a lot different or California. But for here in Georgia, it's about, you know, the home price, I think is 380, no, 280 to 350. It just depends if you're in Atlanta or if you're in Athens or South Georgia. Just like my market. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so, but 150,000, really your first six months in a brand new market, it's like unheard of. I mean, so many agents want to make that hundred thousand, but anyway, so um, what are, give us like what it took to get there when you first started, maybe when we started coaching together, how much prospecting were you doing? How many appointments were you going on? Walk us through some of the numbers. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I did a lot of market research. So I didn't just go in and not know what I was talking about. I think it's hugely important to know the market. So yep. you know what you're talking about when you're talking to a for sale owner or an absentee owner or you know, a client or someone who comes to you because without knowing that market, you won't give them the right price point. You won't be able to counsel them in an effective way. Um, so when I first started and I had nothing going on, I did a lot of education. I watched videos. Um, you know, I would go work out and on my drive home, I would listen to your videos, just constantly trying to stuff my life and my mind full of the information. And then as far as calling goes, I mean, I would call all day every day for months, just nonstop calling. And then, you know, the first month I had one listing. The next month I had three. And that's another thing. I'm focusing on listings. Yes. And then buyers come that's with right. listings. So, I mean, really at the beginning, I would call from eight o'clock in the morning to about six. I love and it. Just, I mean, I would say probably, probably 80% of the numbers I would call wouldn't even connect. Right. And then of the 20% that would connect, 
probably only 5% of that would be a potential lead, whether it was current or nurture. So it's just a lot of time, a lot of research, Um, but that's what it takes. Yeah. And I mean, for anybody that want, let me, you guys should go rewind that and really look at what Nina just said. What you said was it's a 20% answer rate, 80% don't, right? So, you know, if you call 100 people, 80 people are not going to answer. You're going to talk to 20. Of the 20, right, five to 10% of those are going to turn into an actual opportunity, which mm-hmm. is like two to three opportunities. And so you can work the numbers from there because we can even go further into it, but that'll be another podcast episode, like the conversion between lead and appointment, appointment to contract, contract to close, all that stuff. That's a different different time. But you spent a lot of time in the beginning doing the work, paying the price. I mean, you were from eight o'clock, really from sunup to sundown, you were building a pipeline. Because I think the other problem, Nina, is real estate agents underestimate how much effort they have to put forth in the beginning to get momentum. It's like that image that everyone has seen where the boulder's at the bottom of the hill and you're mm-hmm. pushing that boulder up. Most people that get in this business totally underestimate that. You know, They're making one, two calls a day. And then they wonder in six months, well, why haven't I sold anything? You have done a lot more than that to get the momentum going. Would you agree? Yeah. And I definitely also think you have to think proactively. You know, Let's say you have a closing today. If you're not working for 30, 60, 90 days out, when those days come, you're not going to have anything. So always just being proactive, planning for the future. But then again, too, one of the top things is you get a lot of cheesy salespeople. Yep. In this business, it's a as I'm sure you know most to, to find where you can provide that value. So if you're calling, let's say, for sale by owner, talking to them and finding out that hey, a family member is sick, you know, how can we take on some of their burden to make the deal smoother? Or an absentee owner is a tenant not paying rent on time. What's that pain point, you know, that you can address? That's the number right. one. Ah, uh, I love it. I mean, one of our rules in reverse selling is no pain, no sale. And what you're doing is you're looking for the pain and where we can serve the client. Uh, That's where you can provide a lot of value. All right. So let me ask you, let me shift a little bit. Thank you for all of that. That helps a lot. I know this is kind of, it's hard for some people to answer and uh, just do the best you can, but what would you say has impacted you the most with the work that you and I have done together? What would you say is the biggest thing you've learned or made the biggest impact? I would say the biggest thing I've learned or the, if I, I would say top two. Okay. I would say learning the habits and, you know, the habits for success. So looking at your day, if I sleep in till 10 o'clock, is that a habit for success? No. Okay. It's gone. What are the things I need to do every day? And you harp on that a lot, which I love. And so getting out of your comfort zone, doing those things that will set you up, whether it's your physical health, mental health, that's the number one thing. Yep. And then the way you approach selling. I've worked with a lot of different salespeople in all kinds of businesses. And it's just, I've never seen anything like it. The mindset of how you approach selling, you know, it's just, it's, it doesn't leave a bad feeling. You know, when you approach somebody, if somebody doesn't want your help, that's okay. They're not the right fit. You know? So I would say those two things, 
confidence, mindset, habits, and then the way you approach selling. I'm not sure if that answers your question. Yeah, that's great. Because I'm, I'm curious, like in, in the work that I do every day, like where are we making the biggest impact? So I like to ask that question, which makes a lot of sense, right? So because I spend a lot of time understanding human behavior so that I can help the people that I coach understand themselves and why they behave the way that they do so they can mm-hmm. change it. And then skills. I mean, that's, you know, that's what this entire book is about. It's like- yeah how to sell without being salesy. I mean, that's the whole entire reverse selling methodology. Have you, have you gone through the whole book yet? I'm just curious. I have. I I actually have lent it to another realtor in my office. Oh, that's um, cool. So she can kind of get onto that too. Um, You know, I really think that somebody has to get to a place in their life where, where they want to make the change, where they want to elevate, because if you don't want it bad enough, you're not going to do it. That's right. And because as soon as it gets tough, you're going to quit. You know, and so you have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. All Mm -hmm. right. So let me ask you uh, last question. We'll end here. So, what advice would you give someone personally that's out there who's maybe struggling to succeed in this industry but wants it? It's not like they're not trying, but what, what maybe one, two, or three pieces of advice would you give to somebody to help them to start to succeed and get the results that you've been getting over the last six months? I would say three things. Well, four. Number one, look at your broker, where you're located. Are they being able to facilitate the success you want? Is their company, is the structure, is everything a good fit? Number two, I would say, do it afraid. There's going to be days that you don't want, you don't want to have that conversation. Um, do it anyway. There's days that you don't want to go knock on that door, that you don't want to make the call. Do it anyway. Um, and I would say the next thing, you know, educate yourself because someone, a lot of people can read if you don't know right. what you're talking about. Yeah. So constantly be learning, be humble. You know, even if you start to get numbers, learn from people because you can learn anything from anybody, you know, just have that mindset of learning, be a sponge to soak it all in because the more, you know, the more value you can provide to your client. I would say that that's the top three um, and confidence. Yeah. Just work on yourself. Because you're not going to be the best realtor you can be for your client if you're not the best version of yourself. So probably the top four. Yeah, well said. Well said. I just it's so it's so good, Nina, to hear you communicate this because it's like we just from a philosophical standpoint, we're just so aligned. And it's like you have to create the best version of yourself if you're gonna go out there and make an impact in the world and other people. You have to present yourself in the best version of yourself. So what does the future look like for Nino? Tell us. Uh, what maybe your 2022 goals look like as you start to think about that? Well, initially when I started the year and I talked to your father-in-law, when we had this conversation, I told him, Hey, you know, I would like to do a deal a month is what I told him. Wow. He told me, he goes, I think you can do 30 is what he told me. And so my goal is to hit 35 for the year. And so next year, I just want to elevate. I'm going to be adding a licensed assistant to my team. Awesome. Um, and so probably let's shoot for 50 for 2022. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And then I, that's so cool. And you know, I, I really mean that. Like I just, what you've been able to do in such a short amount of time, like I feel very fortunate and grateful to be in your life and part of this journey with you. And I really think that we're just getting started. Like I'm going to see you in October at our mm-hmm. live events. We can spend two days together. 
um, you know, it'll, we'll have a chance to, to, you know, just do more work together in the future. So I just want to thank you for that, allowing me to be part of your life, part of this journey with you. And I wish you obviously nothing but success in the future. Thank you, Brandon. And honestly, your channel, your YouTube channel is like a light at the end of the tunnel for me in a dark time. I thought, you know, there is hope. And I just kind of did what you told me to do, to be honest with you, yeah. you know? And so if people are thinking about starting coaching, it's huge value, huge. I can't, I mean, obviously I'm biased, <laughs> but if you do what you're supposed to do, you'll get the results. It's just a matter of time. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for that, Nina. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in probably about 30 days or so and have an awesome week and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much right. for doing this because you're going to change you. somebody's life through this interview. And uh, I'm sure they'll reach out to you and thank you at some point. So thanks for doing this today. Thanks for having me. You got it. Bye. Thank you. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.